Welcome back to Dual Alliance with myself, Alicia Solomon, and Megan Hines, where we discuss everything the challenge. We are back to discuss season 37 of Spies, Lies, and Allies, and I cannot be more elated that this episode happened because the day that I've been praying for besides Judgment Day has come, and I'm just so excited for this episode <laughs> because we are one step closer to the final. Yes. So we got into the final like halfway through this episode. But before we got there, we had to go through a night of eliminations, which they effectually called this whole episode Night of Mistakes because there were so many made <laughs> in the first half of this episode. So to start off, it comes back after TJ tells Emmanuel to go back and join the group. And he tells them that this is the night of eliminations where two more people will be leaving the house and being deactivated from the game. And TJ says that all the cells have now been disbanded and he had everyone stand in a line and they'll have to compromise different agents. First agent they'll have to compromise will be a woman. So we're going to get a woman's elimination first. And being that Emmanuel had just won the elimination against Logan, he was the first person to start off voting and he picked his vote on Amanda. And then Amanda was next to him. She put her vote, obviously, on Tori. And then Devin put his vote on Amanda, stating, though, that he's always going to be an Amanda guy, Amanda fan. They've been rocking with each other since Are You the One Season 3, along with Nelson. But he was going to put his vote on her because he would rather run a final with Tori. Tori put her vote on Amanda, and Nelson, at his Point. He was stressing a little bit, trying to figure out who wanted to vote for, but because Amanda says he's going to vote for Tori, and when he placed his vote, Amanda was like, this proves that he was the one of the only friends in the house that she had in the game, aside from Ashley, and Emmy and CT submit the vote for Amanda to go into elimination with eight, overwhelmingly, and Amanda had the opportunity to choose her opponent, and she obviously went with Tori, but that came with some confusion from a lot of people, especially like Nelson. He was like, best bet, go for a Ricky or go for someone that you can beat. A lot of people were saying that she should have picked Nani instead because they're mostly equal in regards to physical strength and whatnot, but she ended up going with Tori. I love Amanda. I've been rooting for her this whole season and some of her moves you know, I fuck with Amanda. Like she did what she needed to do in some instances when she needed to infiltrate, when she needed to, you know, pick certain people and certain moves. However, this one, I just, I couldn't see the morale behind it because she had made those moves to get to the point where she wanted to run a final. And I think that it was evident that we were coming down to doing a purge and what needed to be done was to win an elimination to get to the final. And I think Amanda's process in wanting to be a stand-up person and get vengeance and revenge with Tori, it cost her in the end. And I, I like so many other people, it was the obvious choice that she should have went with Nani. I feel like Nani was the best physical and mental opponent, to be honest. If it was a puzzle, I feel like Amanda would have uh, succeeded. If it was physical, I feel like they were neck and neck in terms of weight and endurance and stature to go against each other. I don't think she should have chose Emmy. That would have not been smart. I don't care if Emmy's a rookie or not. Emmy is a big lady who has shown she is capable of winning an elimination against anybody. So as much as the rookie talk there was, I don't think that was a smart move. And the only other option was Nani because she wasn't going to go against Casey. Casey's obviously a physical competitor. So that's not the way to go. I just think that her move trying to be vengeful, it cost her. And I I love Amanda. I think she did a stand-up thing in her mind and she went out, you know, just proposing that she was going to be the best mom instead of the best challenger. And I completely respect that. However, she made so many moves to get to that point. And I think she did herself a disservice trying to be the bigger person. Yeah, because like, that she also told them what was happening back home at a certain point, like at this point in the game. Cause I think there's some stuff that's going on at home that she had, she really had to like go back. But that thing, that's why like it was really leaning on the fact that she was mom. Something probably happened at home. 
with like I think like a, a custody something that was happening. So I think she was like, I'm gonna try and go out and do my best against Tori and let's duke this out essentially, but I'm gonna go home and be with my friend. Okay. And I didn't I wasn't privy to the information. I don't think any of the viewers were. So if she had something to do back home and her mind wasn't there, then she also did a stand-up thing by just going out in the best way that she knew how, which would just be quick, easy, and really no harm to a friend. Because I think that's what was eating her up as well is the thought of having to choose Nani. It just ate her up and she just didn't feel like that was right to go against Nani because she could have easily won. So if that was the reason why she decided to choose Tori, then okay, that's a, a great way to go out gracefully and not just, you know, being vengeful as it was portrayed on the show. Yeah. And then, okay, I'll get to Nelson later. But even though like Nani did think that she wasn't going to get called down as well, but we thought like, obviously, we're going to keep up the rivalry that both Tori and Amanda have against each other. And when Amanda said Tori's name, she was like, come on down to the sand, baby. Let's go. I'm ready. And the name of this elimination was called Drone Drop. And it was basically essentially having a drone dropping down a football, which they called a special package. These terminologies is just a lot. But they have to fight to retrieve the, the ball out of each other's reach and place it on a podium. And the first person to place it on a podium twice, they will win this elimination and the other is deactivated from the game immediately. I mean, it was clear who would win this. I'm sorry. I, I I was rooting for a man in the back of my mind. I was hoping that she would dig a knee into Tori's back or something and just be a little bit more feisty. But this elimination was clear. And I found it funny when she asked TJ what was the elimination that they were going to do because she wanted to kind of have a head start to know who to choose and make it a little easy on herself. But when she told Tori, that was her casket being sealed. Yep, and so to start off, Tori retained possession of the ball, but Amanda managed to pull Tori down and was being very scrappy on her own against Tori, who is bigger than her and is much stronger as well. But seeing Amanda being very scrappy and holding her own against Tori, that was really dope to see. I mean, if you're going to get to the part where she's literally dragging Amanda like she was Jeff Van Gundy dragging on a, like freaking Alonzo Morning's foot. Like I was just, what was happening in that moment? It was hilarious to me. She, literally, Tori and Amanda are tussling because the girls like to tussle. Mm-hmm. They were tussling on the floor and Amanda somehow got up with Tori. Her leg was wrapped around her at when they were on the floor. So when Tori got up, Amanda got up right with her and literally just cradled her as if she was a child, like a toddler. And just Tori just walked right with her in the sand to the ball. And I thought it was Amanda being smart and saying like, you know what? If I let go and she goes ahead of me, she's going to get it anyway. So she might as well carry me and get me to the ball so that we can scrap a little bit further. You know, like we can duke it out right there rather than me being behind and just letting you get the win. But that moment was just like, girl, you getting dragged, literally. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of people are also liking it to the banana backpack that, Influencingly, you know that CT literally had bananas on his back and it just walks him to the edge of the arena space. But Amanda tried her best, but she said she gets up like a fucking Terminator and she just carrying me to the ball. Amanda's like, oh shit, <laughs> what did I just do? But Tori ends up getting the ball into the podium and now it's one zip Tori to Amanda. And in round two, it was really easy money for Tori because Amanda tried to grab her by the ankle, but Tori got out of that grasp and ran off with the ball to the podium. And that is how it wrote. Tori wins this elimination. What, what more can you say? I just felt like if Amanda was going through everything that you just mentioned, then, you know, good for her and going out, calling out somebody that she had beef with, you know, keeping that her alive in that moment. And going out in somewhat some of dignity, because I feel like everyone knew that Amanda was at a disadvantage going against Tori, but just showing that she had heart and just continuing it to do it, the challenge and not letting her win, quote unquote, like she was scrappy in it. But ultimately, Tori and them shoulders, girl, they got the best of Amanda and it was over for her. It was completely over. Yeah, somebody was talking about how brawling Tori was. And I'm like, okay. 
I see it. Like Tori, no, like no cap. Like she is a good competitor and fit for the challenge. It just be the shenanigans that we not hear with that we'll get into later on. <laughs> and his next elimination. And then Nelson had to try and be voice of reason for Amanda, saying that M- Amanda made a mistake by leaning on a petty revenge against Tori for this elimination. And obviously you should have picked somebody else. And when I watched that part, I literally yelled at my TV. Okay, first off, the amount of times that I paused this episode to yell during this latter part of the eliminations, I was livid and yelling the whole time. But I literally yelled, like, boo, you would have done the same thing. Because I feel like, no, say he might not hold prejudice, but, like, I feel like at a certain point, he would also lean back and try and get back at somebody else. That may be true, but I think that in the grand scheme of things, they knew that they were at the final. Like, it would be one thing if it was the middle of the season or the beginning of the season where they feel like they had time to kind of play around with those kind of things and get back at somebody. But literally, they knew that this was the purge that was happening to get to the final. So as much as Nelson has been very inconsistent in ways that, you know, he played the game, I think he was just dead right in, in this moment because Amanda should have went with Nani no matter the situation at hand that was her best bet into getting to the final yeah it's just like no <laughs> i was mad no so gotta be the one to be voice of reason that's the voice of reason it. right like yeah yeah so tj bids adieu to amanda and says you're a very nice person and you are gonna be you're gonna go home and be a number one mom this ends your time here on the challenge and then we move on to the guides elimination so if tori winning this elimination she gets first pick at who goes in and she starts to vote off with Nelson who because she's paying the favor back to him because he voted for her <laughs> to go against Amanda. Devin votes for Emmanuel and he was like I'm gonna get the vet on his swing and he's like I'm gonna keep up this vet thing we're all gonna get to the final so he voted for Emmanuel and then Donnie also votes for Emmanuel as well and then it got to Emmanuel he popped the vote back onto Devin and so at the point, it was two for Emmanuel, one for Devin and Nelson that was split. And then when it came to Casey, her decision was kind of really hard because she's like being the variable. So she's like, I worked with Emmanuel for like a good portion of this game, but I've also been working with the vets. So this is a hard decision for me to make. But she ultimately put the vote on Emmanuel. And then the vote went to Emmy and she put her vote on Nelson. CT also put his vote on Emmanuel because he said it was an ED decision for him because Emmanuel had been coasting the whole season. And it's also likely that he wouldn't pick him as well. And then Nelson finally submits the vote for Emmanuel with the sixth vote. And he is now going into a nation. And when Emmanuel goes down to stand with TJ, Tori is insistently saying, don't pick Devin. Don't pick Devin. And this is where I started to get annoyed. I'm like, shut the fuck up, Tori. What are you doing? Because he's going to probably most likely pick him anyways. Okay, quickly just going back to the vote that they had. I thought somebody was going to pick Kyle, to be honest. I don't know why, but I I swore somebody was going to pick Kyle to go down there. Because Kyle has always seemed to get to almost a final and then always goes home right before. But nonetheless... Emmanuel goes down there. And also Casey's voting. She was so conflicted and she was working with Emmanuel and working with the vets. Mind you, girl, you've only done this for three seasons. That's number one. Number two, I feel like Casey has been fake in how she's moved in this game. So I don't know what this whole holding her head, swaying back and forth. It was so dramatic. Like, girl, just choose the man beside you and keep it the fuck pushing. She is so like, she wanted a moment. And it's like, all right, whatever. We get to Tori. And we'll get more into Tori and her fake ass in this elimination. But like I've been saying for the past couple of weeks, Emmanuel has clearly been moved by whatever Tori says. And he's just been following her lead. He's been taking notes from her in regards to gameplay, what moves to make, how to move. And Emmanuel, unlike Nani, is a rookie. So he is not at the liberty to just like CT said, skate, because that's what he did the whole season. Like, I don't know why last week was so hard for everybody for, they didn't know what to to do. Like, bro, he is the only person 
besides Emmy and Logan at that point, who was just new. Like, why it's so hard to choose? I digress. Emmanuel and his choice was ultimately Emmanuel and his choice. And Tori screaming that in front of Devin. I don't know how Devin can continue on to look Tori dead in the face and call her a friend. Because you can't say, this is my friend outside of the game. Like two weeks ago, you were literally crying about your friendship outside of the game. You you, you didn't even care about what's happening inside the, that moment. You were crying like, if you don't apologize to me, we're no longer friends. And I just feel like you showing your hand, as Nelson said, you literally showed your allegiance to Emmanuel over Devin. You just met Emmanuel this season in a matter of 10 weeks or however long that y'all been in that house. You're going to choose some dick over a friend because that's what ultimately she did. Like, I've been calling the bitch weird, but honestly, she's a weirdo. (laughs) She is a weirdo because I don't understand why you think that's okay. So when Emmanuel eventually, he picked Devin, obviously. She kept saying, don't pick Devin multiple times. I was like, shut up obviously picked Devin and Nelson had to ask who did you want him to go against and she was like you well he's not because obviously Devin and Emmanuel have some type of Emmanuel has like a probably like a hate against him I don't know but it it was going to be Devin because Emmanuel thinks he can beat him as well well quickly I thought that he was going to choose Nelson I'm not gonna lie I didn't think that he would go with Devin because I thought that he would follow Tori's lead so I thought Nelson was getting chosen. I was like, I'm like, damn, Nelson, like, this is it. Like, I know Nelson. And then he chooses Devin. I was actually shocked that he went with Devin. I just kind of figured he would go with Devin because Devin put a vote on him. That's really it. Because okay. Devin was like the first person to really put a vote on him. So he was like, I'm going to go do it. That's really it. Nelson is just like typical Tory. Just going, like you said, whatever, uh, for her vote at the time and we get into this emanation which is called triple threat and they give them a puzzle and guess whose real house this is Devin <laughs> so they have to solve three different puzzles order and when TJ said that everybody's already laughing because like y'all really gonna give this man a puzzle <laughs> against Devin I was laughing along with the other cast like when CT literally started howling I started laughing I said yo it's they're literally making it so easy for Devin right now because we clearly know this is not Emmanuel's strong suit. And so I was literally crying like everyone else was. I was like, this is just Emmanuel, this is your time here. <laughs> <laughs> you have been deactivated. I can already see it. Yes, I can already see TJ <laughs> saying it. So they have the first person to finish all three of the puzzles. They will say it in the game. And Emmanuel got the first puzzle correct. Just, it was like a color Sudoku kind of thing. And he moved on and he gloated toward Devin and said, hey, Mr. Mastermind, where are your mastermind skills now? That's going to bite you in the ass one day. Like, your mouth is just doing too much. I was actually surprised at Devin in the first puzzle because it took him a very long time to even get through the puzzle. And Devin had made a mention that Either I never knew this or I never paid attention to his story, but he mentioned that he's, he was dyslexic growing up. And so he had to go through and memorize readings and things, you know, from school that he would have to do in front of the class or whatever so that he won't get teased. And I was like, really? Because, you know, Devin, I don't think of him as anything less than he's very good at doing, you know, mental challenges or in terms of puzzles and things like that. So I thought that was surprising for him to even share that. but. For him not to even get through it as quickly as he did, I'm like, is he really going to lose to Emmanuel? Like, is this the moment where Devin gets debunked from his puzzle kingdom? I had thought that for a second too, but I was holding out hope because Emmanuel was getting stuck on that math problem. So that bought Devin's time. Well, speaking of that second puzzle, which was a math equation, Emmanuel was so stuck and Casey had asked him what he was adding to. And so he started to explain what it was. And Devin told them, do not help him. And what did they do? Specifically, Tori started to help the boy. But him talking and taking time off from him trying to figure it out and gave Devin a little bit more time to try and figure out that first puzzle. And Tori and Casey were really trying to figure out the puzzle for him. 
And this is also a moment that all season we have been seeing where people in the layer have literally been helping other people compete and win. And we saw it two weeks ago when CT was yelling out what to do against Big T with Emmy. He was literally yelling out the answers for her and she had nobody. And so Devin now is in a situation where Emmanuel is ahead and he's explaining what he's seeing and getting help. And Emmanuel looked like a lost dog. Like he looked so confused. He didn't know what the fuck to do. He didn't know right from left up from down. One plus one was two. Like he didn't know jack shit. And it was so surprising that Casey decided to stick her head in the business because you literally just, you know, voted for him. But for you to, to stick your forehead in this business, that was one, none of your business. Two, here comes Tori literally trying to solve the problem. She's When she turned around and started to, to mentally see what he was seeing and doing it in her head and le- letting him know behind Casey's back, like it's five in the middle. And did, I'm, I was like, this is sad. This is completely sad. And if I'm Devin, I'm looking at you like, wow, you are completely not my friend. And everyone at the top, especially Nelson and CT, were like, what is this girl doing? Like, is she literally helping him right now in front of everyone? And everyone was just standing there confused because you claim like Devin is your best friend. You claim that, you know, this is your number one guy. And for you to literally be helping somebody you just met, I don't care how long you've been cuddling with each other, but this is someone you just met and you're doing this in front of him against him in an elimination. And when they're going to the final, this girl is sneaky. This girl, she has no morals. I don't know how these people can literally look at her the same and be friends with her. Bitch, you are a fucking weirdo. It's so trifling. That is, it's so trifling. I was going to say, this is why she's also still friendly with Camilla, but that's another story. But we were all Nelson in this whole nation. He was calling her out the whole time. Like, we all see her helping this man. Like, what are you doing, man? But Devin finally got his first puzzle complete and he moved on to the math puzzle. And Fifi tried to help Devin, but Devin was like, I got this on my own. I, I'm cool. I don't need your help. And consistently, Tori is trying to help Emmanuel with that second puzzle. But like Nelson, I'm just looking at her and shaking my head. Because what are you doing? Because this is not a good look for you at all. You were crying at Devin just a couple weeks ago about your friendship. You got some apologizing to do, ma'am, after this show. Like, if I'm Devin, I'm only rocking with Kyle from now on. Like, Kyle's my A1 day one. I'm not going to him. I'm not going to Tori because Tori's going to be, be very untrustworthy moving forward in the rest of these seasons if they continue to be casted together. And all while Emmanuel was still trying to figure out that puzzle of help, Devin figured out it was 15 on his own real quick and moved on to the last puzzle. And the last puzzle was a picture with different diamonds. It had to align them by the colors of diamonds. And that took both of them a little bit to figure out, but Tori finally told that boy it was 15. And I wrote that she was doing the most, trying to help this boy, all while Emmy, who was actually his friend, was just being quiet and just letting him try and get through it. Like, he's a grown man, he can try and figure this out himself. And she's just standing there, it's like, I'm just going to let, let him do his own thing, because what is it going to do? So I applaud Emmy for just, like, being mute on this. I'm not giving her a cookie for doing what she was supposed to do. It was Tori who should have shut up. I, I'm, I'm not giving nobody props for doing what you should have did. Like, you should, you did what you should have did. Okay, cool. Because I don't really fuck with her, so whatever. Yeah, it was just funny to me. It's like, because him and Emmy are actual friends, like, before this even happened, before the show. And she was just, I know she was just worried. She was like, she wasn't like speaking. But of all people... So, so I don't even think met. she know. I don't. I don't think no, she even needs she to help him. So no. that's also another thing. Like they from the same hood, quote unquote. So I'm pretty sure she can't do math either. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, I was gonna say something about that too, but I'm like, oh, okay. No, I'll just leave it. I'll just leave it alone. <laughs> yeah, no, because this is the second time she mentioned that, and I'm just confused. So whatever. So Emmanuel finally figured out that second one, and. Went on to the third one. Devin ended up calling for a check for his first time to see if it was correct. He got that wrong. And Emmanuel was trying to 
to figure out that last one. He made it to the he made it to that one. And he was like, I don't think I have the right colors. And Devin's like, I feel the same. Because I don't know what was going on either. But Devin finally notices his mistake. He had to like fix two puzzle pieces and he fixed those right away. Got a check. It was correct. And he wins this nomination. He says, sorry, Emmanuel. Sorry, Tori. Because y'all can take this L, basically. So Emmanuel is now officially deactivated from the game and from TJ's final. Because all eight of them all together. TJ says he's looking at the eight of the baddest agents in the world. And they have claimed a ticket to his final. And thank God. Because I don't know if I could have suffered another week of a daily challenge with these folks. Congratulations to all of them. I have no rooting interest in anyone. May the best person do what you do. I don't know. (laughs) Just go on your merry way. I I mean, I really have no rooting interest. Like CT being here for like 20 seasons. This is back-to-back finals. Congratulations. This is Casey's third final. I, like these, I don't care about these people. I think this is where my bottom line is. So I was just like, finally, we are at the final. Shout out to Emmy for being the only breaky to make the final out of 20 breakies this whole season. <laughs> that is impressive <laughs> given that the game is always to get the rookies out. And she has proven she's won four eliminations. So congratulations to her. Yep. And back at the house, Nelson tells Devin that what was happening throughout the elimination like that Tori was still trying to help figure out the puzzle for Emmanuel behind Casey and Nani after he told her no and Devin said it's not possible for us both to win Tori so what was the end game that is the question what was the end game Tori I think that's something she is going to have to answer to I don't know if they're going to get to it once they get to the reunion but I do think that's something that's notable that happened like you literally were rooting against your number one guy in the house for someone you just met and for someone who was a rookie at like the loyalty where is it i don't i don't know it's really weird that's exactly what nelson said he also said said do you want your photo buddy here or your best friend since day one like nelson was really on one and i was like i get the pressure and i hate that he's the voice of reason i'm sorry well, she also was trying to get him out as well because of her options. So he already knew where she was trying to let the vote go and he was not here for it. And I think that they both were mad at each other for having rooting interests in other parties, whether it was Amanda or it was with Devin. So the both of them were mad at each other for the same thing, but Tori's was way worse. Yeah, she was doing the absolute most. And then Casey and Nani, they have a little moment on the, it was like a deck. And they're talking about how proud they are to have made it to a third final together. And I was like, oh, wow. I didn't realize that. This is going to be Casey's third final appearance in a row. And this is Nani's third final appearance in 11 seasons. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, we can skip past this fuck fest. <laughs> I don't care about these two. Next. But one thing that she did say was that what Casey said was for us to get our first final win together would be badass. And I was like, Casey, how is that going to work? Because only one female is going to win this final. So what is the logic of that? I just want to know because that doesn't make sense to me. And you have no No, I don't know what's going on in that forehead. I, I don't know. I don't know. This is why the hairline is probably pushing back because there's so many thoughts going on. She don't know what the fuck is going on. Girl, move on. I don't care about these two people. <laughs> and then Nelson is talking to himself and his legs in the ice bath. And <laughs> he said, I need y'all to come do for me. And he's just sitting in the ice bath with, and Tori is standing at the door <laughs> just watching him talk to himself. And I was like, I get you try to amp yourself up for this final, but that is just funny to me. That's it. It's a Nelsonism. That's just who Nelson is. I just think he knows how to play it up for the TV. And he may be serious in some ways, like really talking to himself, trying to get himself prepared, doing the cold bath. But Nelson knows that he's on TV. Okay. He yeah. knows how to play the cameras and the confessionals. He knows what's probably going to get the edit. He knows. 
Yeah. He totally like rethink why he really wanted to get the money. He really wants to help his mom open a salon for manis and petties. And just really give back to his mom because like he was the greatest kid and he wants to just, just help her out a little bit more. And then Tori said that she wants to win to prove as a single woman she can compete without anyone's help. And she wants to solidify herself as an amazing challenger with a win under her belt. And I've been trying to figure out if this is a good reason or not to want to win the money. And I still have not figured that route. Okay, so as as much shit as I give Tori about being a weirdo and what she literally just did probably a day ago in terms of Emmanuel and Devin, I think her going through her breakup and her just living life as a human, the shit is hard. It's not easy. People go through things and she probably had to deal with a lot of insecurity in terms of people saying that she cannot compete without a man. And I don't think that what she just did was showing of that because she literally just was rooting for the man she just met against Devin. So I think that she has that issue where she needs to work that out with herself, whatever that problem is. She knows it best, better than I do, but it it just, it doesn't read well because you're literally, you know, trying to empower yourself, but you're still using a man in some ways to clutch onto, to have emotional support. And I think she needs to figure out who she is internally and I guess with doing that she needs to win to prove to herself that she can do it by herself because again this is an individual challenge this is not a group thing so she wouldn't have a man either way at the final final moment of it I'm not going to knock anyone for one trying to compete on the show or two what their reasoning is behind it whatever that means to you that's what it is. It's a million dollars at the end of the day. Everyone is trying to win in this rat race of a fucking world. So whatever that means to her, if that can empower her, more power to you. But I just feel like she has to do a lot of work within herself because she seems lost. Like she wants to be secure in herself, but then she also shows that she still needs a man and to have emotional support. She's she's very lost to me, honestly. Like I, as yeah. a cold view from the outside looking in, she just seems lost. I'm not going to knock her reason because everyone has a different reason. I don't care whether somebody's poor, but like everyone has a reason what they're doing you know, the challenge for. Yeah, I think this is, ever since the breakup, it's, it's taken a toll on her and it's been showing. Because like, for me, I was just the part of the single woman part. I was like, okay, I get it. But I guess this will be some form of probably therapy or release for her to channel it into something. So I get that aspect of it. It's just like, when I hear her say that, I'm like, I don't know if this is a solid reason, but if you like dig more deeper into it, I will understand it, but whenever she says it, like, I'm like, I don't know if I get this completely. I get how you can think that's very surface and not really, you know, more in depth into who probably who she is. And she probably doesn't want to expose that. I don't know this girl. Again, she's a fucking weirdo to me, but whoever she is is whoever she is. So. And Kyle says that he's looking forward to being a dad at the end of this and the journey to the final is a chance for him to be close to having what I interpreted as like a stronger foundation monetarily for his family and fatherhood because kids are expensive. So that'll help him in a great way and help provide in a big way as well. Yeah, kids are expensive as fuck, ladies and gentlemen. Please watch your sperm, watch your ovaries. Like these niggas add up, okay? <laughs> they add up. <laughs> they, it, it pays to be in a hospital to give birth at that. Well, you know what? They are over in the UK where healthcare seems to be, you know, a little bit more freer than over here. But, True. you know, they still cost over there, too. They still got euros. He's he's from the UK, right? Yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> they got euros over there, y'all. <laughs> and so both were packing up and getting ready to head out to the finals. Like the last, literally the last morning before they headed out to embark on the final. Because it is what? Final time. So they congregate with TJ outside of a helicopter and he tells them what this final will entail. Be take a toll of them mentally, physically, all that jazz. And he tells them what to expect for this first leg of the final. And they have to assemble a puzzle. 
then raised to a helicopter that will take them to a lake and they will have to take a leap of faith into it. And that's the first part of the film. After TJ says that, Emmy's face just looks so scared and shambles. And TJ literally asks her, <laughs> well, he said, you look very scared, Emmy. And she's like, I am. Well, pick your big girl panties, get to work. Because it's, it's going to be a long, probably two days of this. So get ready. Yeah, I mean, this is what she's been screaming, shouting about. So at this time, you need to prepare yourself, girl. This is not the time to freeze up. So throughout this, like, like they have to make it up to the mountain, which is going to be the finish point for this part of the final. And TJ sounds the horn, and they are off to the races with Nelson and CT neck and neck leading the group to the first puzzle station, which has blocks with a picture of the world map on it. And it has to identify where different countries are on that map. CT was able to figure it out first. But he didn't mess up his puzzles, <laughs> so people were able to cheat, like Nani. <laughs> and he was off to the next part. And then Tori was next to head off to the helicopter. Then Nelson was third to the helicopter as well. And when Nelson finished his puzzle, he looked at the camera and said, what's up, Devin? Went back to Devin and Devin was trying to figure out <laughs> the countries. I didn't see that part. <laughs> <laughs> always a part of the show I do not see but I want to save my commentary for Nani after we cover where she landed. Devin managed to finally figure out the puzzle he made it to he was the fourth person to head to the helicopter and then Casey and Kyle were right after him and Nani and Emmy were the last two that were still trying to figure out this puzzle and I tweeted on the page today like how are you trying to cheat you still in last place make it make sense. This is my exact sentiment. Like, she's the type of girl who would cheat and still get a 50 and be like, I, I how, how did I get a 50? You guys got a 90. Because you're still dumb. At the end of the day, clearly, if you cheat and you still don't get the answer right, you're a dummy. I'm sorry. It's something ain't adding up. And she said in that moment, she doesn't know what's going on in her head. She's so confused. I am too, sis, because CT finished mad long ago. You was right next to him cheating and still lost. I still don't understand that. I honestly, no, I do understand that because Nani is a layup. Nani should not even be in the final. She don't even belong here. So no, I, I completely understand. You cheated. <laughs> Listen, lady, you cannot fuck your way through to get to a final, get to a final, try to cheat during the final and can't cheat right. And you still in last place. Ma'am, pack it up. I just so wish that somebody else would take her spot or somebody deserving would have been in her spot because I don't care what kind of sob story she tries to put on for us. I'm not buying it. You cannot. And this is the the thing with Nani. Like she's been doing this for so long that I would think that she would be more prepared. The fact that you literally was standing right next to somebody and you was cheating and you can't cheat, right? (sighs) Girl. And of Emmy, she was also like looking at folk stuff too, but she dropped her American flag. <laughs> that was all that and, was and Emmy's that's issue. Telling. That's telling. <laughs> that is telling. But Emmy managed to make it to the helicopter first, and then Nani finally figured it out and got to the helicopter dead last. And they all board the helicopters and head over to the lake. And Emmy is freaking out per usual because the door is open and it was flying over open land and whatnot. But CT and Tori were in the first helicopter and then Nelson and Devin were in the second one. Casey and Kyle were in the third. And then in the fourth was Emmy and Nani. And so CT and Tori were the first to make the drop on the lake and then Devin and Nelson made the drop and once they hit the water CT was in the lead against Tori in this race and then finally Kyle and Casey made a splash Emmy and Nani were last to jump out of the helicopter into the lake but amidst them getting through the lake on these little jet skis Tori was like low-key a little bit further ahead than CT at one point and then CT managed to get to land first and started heading up the hill that had loose rocks so this terrain is tough and 
they gotta be careful to get to the top of the mountain. Nelson at some point had a slight edge on Tori once they got on land. Devin was moving slow. And this is where his weakness shows. I think Devin was in fourth place. And then once time went on of them going up the mountain, he was right with Nani. And there was like a cluster of them. So it was like Nani, Devin, and Emmy. And they were just like the lone wolves in the back trying to get to the top. I was thoroughly surprised by Nelson, though. I was really impressed with how he was moving throughout this final in terms of that first checkpoint and continuing on to this third checkpoint. Nelson was moving. And at one point, him and CT were neck and neck up the hill and CT was like, slow down. Like, this is only day one. Like, this, we, it's really early in the final. You got to preserve your energy. But I think Nelson was just so headstrong and trying to get to the top in every single time so that he can have a head start because he knows at some point it's going to weigh on him. And I think he even said it, but he definitely moves better as an individual rather than in a group setting. Yeah. It reminds me of when they did the final on Invasion because they were top two on, on that season. That's the one that CT had won and Ashley had won that one. And Nelson came in second on that. I'm like, this is the mention of that season. And then like a little bit of like All-Stars last year, well, this like Foster's one when they went up the mountain and it was Darrell and Yes that were neck and neck and like Darrell was being hella fast and Yes was taking his time in stride. It was very reminiscent of that. It's just that you got to preserve your energy and know when to use it in certain points of this leg because getting up this hill in hot weather too, that is a whole nother animal. So you got to be able to learn how to preserve it. But Nelson was really keeping up and had that lead on CT. And they both made it to the checkpoint together. So it wasn't like that much of like a big gap either. And then everyone else made it to the checkpoint with them. And there was another puzzle. Devin got the puzzle correct automatically and dipped out to the next part, which was them actually splitting up into two different cells, a purple and orange cell. And... CT was next to Peter's puzzle. He dipped out and joined Purple with Devin. And Nelson was freaking the fuck out throughout this puzzle, but later managed to figure it out towards the end. But Tori completed the puzzle third and she joined CT and Devin. She was like, oh, being on the team of both my friends, it's gonna be dope, excited. I'm like, cool, I guess. Emmy finished hers next and she also went to purple. So literally anybody who finished last, they went to orange. And so Kyle was the first to finish and he went to orange with Nelson because they were neck and neck after finishing their puzzle. I think uh, Devin mentioned the fact that he had to put his differences aside at this point because as much as Tori showed her true colors in the last elimination with Emmanuel and how she was moving, he was like, there's no other female that he would probably want to, you know, run the final with in a group setting alongside with Emmy other than her. So I think Devin had to put his pride to the side in that moment and kind of know that, listen, Tori would be the best woman to have on his team rather than some of the other ones. He probably would prefer Casey, but Tori came first. So she was just the one that was there. And then Emmy came afterwards and that team is looking pretty strong in terms of different just developments in each and everyone's game. And so we'll see how that turns out. I, it was just funny that I felt bad for Nelson because he wanted to keep up his momentum in each and every checkpoint, but the puzzle just got his ass. Like the circuit puzzle, it got to him and he just didn't know what to do. And he ended up getting to the orange cell. And I just felt like, damn, this is Ruby all over again because he just is left with whoever is there. So I hope that something turns around for him because otherwise he would just have done this leg of the final. It would have been Ruby all over again. Yeah, it's like we always say like the checkpoints are the equalizers in these finals because you can get as far as you can to get to it. But if you fall, make a mistake, or you just can't get what's going on at the puzzle at the checkpoint, it's going to hurt you as well. So you can be in the lead as much as you can, but once you get to that checkpoint, you got to pick it up. So like I said, Kyle Nelson there first to get to Orange, and Nani got her puzzle done. Then Casey ended up being the last person to figure out the puzzle. And well, I would say it was simple, 
but it was a line kind of puzzle where they had to align them with the pieces. But Casey was the last person to try and figure that out. And yeah, so it was literally the couple just down bad. Yeah, I was surprised that Casey finished last in this. Casey is usually, if not at the head of the pack, in the middle. And so I'm like, damn, this really got her stumped like that. I don't, I don't know what was where her focus was in that moment. But I was surprised that she was playing like that, especially in the final. And that's the thing with Casey is like she shows herself during out the whole season. But there's times where we get to the final and something happens. Like either last year she gets injured or, or she just fucks up. There's something that, that always seems to give her a little hiccup for her to get over that hump. So I'm interested to see how she does with not only the second leg, but the second day of the final. Because it's more than one day that they have to go through the final. Yeah, and so the new cells are set with Devin, Tori, CT, and Emmy and the purple cell. And Kyle, Nelson, Nani, and Casey in the orange cell. Like you mentioned, Nelson said he thrives alone. Um, but he knows the cell got picked up because they all came in like last, like back to back to back to back. But Nani said that she thinks that they can work it out because they all have heart and they can dig deep inside to try and vote themselves to <laughs> compete and get through the final. TJ said that they'll be in the cells until he says they're done with the cells for this part of the final and that they should work to not be the last cell done because if you are this last cell completing at the end, basically at the end of this day, probably you're going to purge out. So good luck. Yeah, I'm sure that put a fire under their asses, especially Kyle. Kyle was like, I don't want to be left out again. He wants to get to the end of the final not just get to the final but also get to the end of it so we'll see how this team works together and that is where part one of the final leaves us the preview i saw a little bit of it and it's about to be very interesting like i hear people in my head just like (laughs) yelling at each other so these cells are about to be very interesting yeah it, it looks like some people can't work together and they have difficulty in communicating which is not surprising because they've shown that this whole season so again we'll see how this ends up going next week but I'm just glad that we are at the final and we get a conclusion to this the show that we've been watching all season I'm just so glad that this is really ending before the new year because this was if this was gonna go past January 1st 2022 I don't know how the heck we was gonna do this it could have I don't know if we could have remixed it any other way in how much we did not like this season it was so much it's so much ways that you can sprinkle hate you know it's it's really hard watching something that you actively loved because of prior seasons and just what the show was and what it's become and I think we don't hate the show per se, but we hate what it's become and we hate to see the direction that it's continuing to go through because of the people behind the scenes putting the show on. That's just, to be honest. So it's it's hard to watch something that you love disintegrate in front of your eyes because that's just what's happening. We started this show because we love that show. And so the fact that the show was literally just diminishing each and every season, it's hard to muster up the strength to even want to watch the show because I can talk about it with Megan we can talk all day yeah but it's just the fact that we have to watch it I'm just like I don't like these people I don't like the cast I don't like the setting I don't like the idea I don't like anything so it's just hard but we've been here we've been through the trenches I feel like we've been in the mud with this (laughs) Yeah, like like I said last week, this is our original villain story. Like, <laughs> this has been a lot. <laughs> it is picking us for a lot. But I will say, because the Twitter, they posted like a tweet about what if we did an exit season again? And that brought out people out of the woodwork, okay? Like, we hadn't seen Joss Moody in a while. He was like, hey, Amanda, let's get this shit together. Let's go. And so many other people, like Natalie, oh, that was a mess. But Natalie was trying to... <laughs> come back into the fold a lot of people that we had seen prior they were trying to make a case online because calls are going out okay so we shall see if they even do an exit season or whatever but it will be nice to see other people come back that have not been on here these last two three seasons because we need to see old faces to come back 
and I'll be glad with that. So (laughs) we're going to get into these tweets because they were hilarious. So first tweet from this episode was, Tori is asked because it shouldn't have been that difficult against Amanda Tiny S. I feel like Amanda did what she needed to do. Yeah. In the moment, like when you get into a fight, I don't care what it looks like, what the odds are. If you got somebody that you fighting with that's fighting back, that shit's not going to be easy. I don't give a fuck how strong the bitch look. I don't care how her shoulder, like this shit's not going to be easy. The next one is Nani's face when TJ said they all going to have to compete now. She thought she was getting carried to the final. Whew. <laughs> Literally. Mm. Literally. What else do we have to say? I'm going to leave it at that. The next one is the fact that Amanda got a physical challenge and Devin got a puzzle. Come on. Are they trying to imply that they wanted Devin over Amanda? Like the, the production? Probably. Yeah. I mean, That's I what know. it seems like. I can't call it because Emmanuel just had a physical elimination. So it would make sense for him to get a puzzle. Like, I feel like if they wanted to switch it up, Emmanuel and Logan could have had a puzzle and neither one of them would have, they would have been stuck. So I feel like if production wanted to be quote unquote fair, which they're not, maybe Emmanuel and Logan could have got the puzzle and then, you know, somebody else could have duked it. I feel like that would have been better in the layer in that purge situation, like them just duking it out endurance wise. I was just running back and forth. Yeah. Like, I, I that's why I get the sentiment of this tweet. But it's just, like, also, Amanda isn't <laughs> the most physical person. <laughs> so just, like, why would y'all give Amanda a physical elimination? <laughs> and then y'all give Devin a puzzle. Like, they both are not great physically. So one of them should have got a physical one. The other should have got a puzzle. That's, yeah. Or they both should have just got puzzles and called it a day. Yeah. So either way, like, it's a lot of angles you can take from that tweet. Okay, that is the end of this recap for this week. We'll catch y'all for part two of the final. And follow our Twitter page at Zula Lions Pod. Follow our personal page at Megs and Hines. And at Ace underscore SY. And follow our YouTube page at Zula Lions Pod as well. And we will be back next week to continue this on. Bye, guys. Bye.